Hello, and welcome to a Mind Matters podcast presented by A Light for Change, where we discuss the who, what, where, why, and how we as a community can make positive changes. The when is up to all of us, and it starts with you. Before I start, let's get into a positive zone, and I'll share my thoughts on a question from Graduate Thrivers Paths Cards. The card drawn is purple for relationships, and the question is, how do you show someone you love them? I show someone love in many ways, mostly by listening, though. I hear their needs, wants, emotions, and random conversation about thoughts and do what I can to accommodate them. I try to meet the balance required each day. When they only have 10% to give, I bring 90 and try to aim to always bring at least 50 to the table myself. I show my love with thoughtfulness, like making coffee without being asked, getting a little treat just because, massages, doing something they haven't had a chance to get done, or any little thing that comes to mind, really. I let those I love know what they mean to me with notes of love and encouragement throughout the day. And you know my love is deep for you if I can never get enough hugs and snuggles. I support those I love wholeheartedly and will do anything to help see their dreams come true. Most importantly, I communicate honestly with those I love and try not to leave them guessing what is on my mind or what I need from them in a moment. This is Season 2, The Role We Play, Episode 9, Expressing Yourself. We have all heard the saying, actions speak louder than words, which represents the concept that we are perceived by others for more than just the words we communicate. In fact, others will read into our facial expressions, body language, attire, self-care, confidence, participation, loyalty and commitment, tone, energy, actions, and our choices when trying to determine how they will interact with us. Humans have developed to use language in a calculated way to achieve a purpose. But these other forms of expression are more natural, often being displayed without being aware we are doing so. These nonverbal expressions of self let others know your lifestyle preference, your personal stability, your approachability, your level of engagement or interest, or as I like to call them, your book cover. We have all been warned about this in literature when searching for a good read, don't judge a book by its cover. Yet we innately do so with our peers, judging each interaction before deciding to proceed with it or not. Each of us has the choice to present our book cover with honesty for our authentic self or with a message that manipulates others' perceptions of us. In, life co- in the life coaching world, it is common to preach that we attract what we manifest meaning our lifestyle is formed by what you express to the universe. It sounds so easy when you hear it hyped up at a conference, but there's more to it than just saying you want to be rich or loved or whatever it is you seek. You must believe it with your whole being from deep in your core. You must express it in every form of expression and live by your promise to yourself. Our role in life is to express to the world that we choose to lead a lifestyle that is authentically tailored for personal joy, accepting of whatever that may be. However, most of us are so 
conditioned that we have no idea who the authentic self is. So we seek societally prescribed format of joy tailored by commercialism. An unconditioning and rediscovery of self before the world molded you is a common saying in the new emotionally driven era that was first said by Emily McDowell. I find it is less of an undoing and more of an accepting of what was learned through experience, allowing you to discover the whole you, the authentic you, then allowing yourself to keep growing under both methods. One still must become mindful of all the ways they express themselves to the world. In life, we experience sometimes good things, often not so pleasant things, which affect every aspect of us. Nothing can undo an experience, but we can take command of how we process each experience and thereby control over what and how we express ourselves to the world. It is okay to have negative feeling emotions, and most certainly on those days, you will care less about your appearance, probably eat differently than you do on the good days. You might avoid conversation or worse, social interaction altogether. Perhaps you'll mope around lazily. You may even let yourself become a blabbering, tear-soaked mess. These are ways of telling the world what you just went through was felt deep in your emotional core, signaling your personal support network to action. People in your life will support you in different ways, each fulfilling a unique role in guiding you through the experience, allowing you to grow from it. There are also people or situations where expressing these feelings is not so conducive to the long-term plan to live joyously. Command over nonverbal expression is usually dependent on allowing yourself a time and place for expresses, expressing, processing, and seeking resolution. It is the idea of minding yourself in the moment, recording it, and then when subtle feeling it wholly, understanding it in all its nuances, and determining the best course of action. Maybe you have a bad day at work, but tough it out. Go home, vent with a friend, then sit and think out ways to make work the work environment more conducive for all involved in the situation. Sleep it off, and the next day either request a meeting or present your ideas. The same goes with expressing joy in your life. For we become immortal through the memories held by others after we are gone. Our support network, with roles big and small, consists of those who will hold your memory in the highest regard. We must express ourselves for the joys we want to be remembered for, share the things we perceive as joyous from our experiences, and plant seeds that there is joy to be found even in our darkest hour. To go in depth on this idea would run this podcast far too long. But just to feel with respect to the lifestyle path you choose to follow and express yourself authentically as each moment you live transforms you into the best you. One thing to consider when reading into someone's lifestyle as an expression of who they are is that it omits the character's backstory, even for those who lived alongside the person. Observing someone who looks down and out only tells you they are expressing their mind feels as such, but it doesn't tell you why and gives you no right to assume. We often compare ourselves to a set of societal standards despite being aware 
that it is those standards that often lead to misery. When we encounter those who do not conform to the societal state of a balanced lifestyle, we have made the custom of dismissing them as failures in some way. If we train our generations, perhaps one day, we can learn to see what someone's lifestyle is truly expressing. But until then, if you don't allow yourself to be captivated by someone's story, their lifestyle will remain just the synopsis of all the emotional behaviors they are exhibiting. Exhibiting behaviors such as grief and trauma are necessary parts of individual healing. And for each of us, it is very different but so is the interaction of these expressions with the world around us. People are uncertain around displays of emotion they are natively, that are negatively impacting to the feeler. This is why most people say nothing but I'm fine when asked how they are. If we feel our answers will make someone else feel uncomfortable or cause a form of tension, we tend to want to avoid it. Someone who has no power to change your circumstances or can't relate to your experience, will probably just say, I'm sorry you're going through that and back away slowly. However, others who are more connected to you or the situation might stammer, trying to find words to try to fix you, often putting their foot in their mouth. Personal stability is one of the biggest messages of our nonverbal expression, making it vital to train yourself on how to advocate for your needs. If you decide it was conducive to your life path to share with someone or behave as if sharing around someone, then you need to be clear what you expect from them. You also need to be clear that like them, you have many roles for different people. And so too, a diverse way of expressing the different parts of your personality that fulfill those roles. Each part of your character, the provider, adventurer, nurturer, nerd, foodie, athlete, bookworm, caregiver, teacher, helper, wondrous child, com comedian, and so on, fill a need for us and contribute to how we support others wrapped in one uniquely perfect package. One part of who you are might be there to listen to one person while another part of you has the role of advising another, just like one part of you might have the role of sharing your pain with one person and a completely different part of you might have the role of providing a distracting activity, activity sorry, for someone else. No matter which role you play for the individual, your overall role is to be yourself so you can fulfill the role you need to as it is presented to you. Some roles you want others to take on can be explained with nonverbal communication, like wanting someone to leave you alone, which can be expressed by your body language or dressing and acting in ways that stereotypically represent to society that you are troubled. As most people will avoid possibility of disruption to their lives unless they are like-minded. Most roles, you require of people need to be communicated in words and should only be sought from those you trust with that role. If you are afflicted and needing to vent, perhaps choosing a coworker is not a safe bet as choosing a longtime friend, but the coworker might make a good sounding board to bounce ideas for problem solving. 
In a later episode, we will discuss support roles, but everyone around you has a role to play in processing an, an afflicting moment with emotional hygiene. It is your responsible responsibility to determine what role they will play and how you can clearly communicate <clears throat> what you need from them. Not everyone needs to know all the facts. Some will need none, but you will need to feel comfortable sharing and aware of when you are sharing too much. I often share too much because I use my vulnerabilities to break the ice and allow others to feel com comfortable opening up to me. But I have had many toxic, close-minded people who took advantage of my openness or misconstrued what I shared, hearing only parts. I was raised to use myself as an example to avoid placing judgment on others, which has at times led to others thinking I am conceited or unworthy, depending on the perspective they had of me going into the conversation. I have learned that you must accept whatever you express to the world and know that not everyone will react well. It's not personal, just not within their scopes to align their mindset with your own. If you are true to yourself and free from malice thought, then the parts of you that were inclined to express with the world was meant to be, even if it was just to plant a seed years from blooming. Expression is also one of our biggest tools in transformation when it comes to personal stability, because it allows you to establish your path forward. You don't need to be perfect to have what you want. No one, will be, no one begins with all they need. They have to work their way there. It is okay to tell the world you are learning to be different than you once were or that you are working on developing new aspects of yourself. There is so much power in expressing wholeheartedly the lifestyle you desire to live if you also express the same with nonverbal displays. Others will recognize the alignment in how you express and realize you are sincere, though that will not stop life from testing your dedication by weaving people of all forms into your life. People weave in and out of our lives every day. Some go completely unnoticed, while others leave a big fingerprint on the moment as perceived by you. Keeping in mind that, others, that for others, you are the one weaving in and out of their life, what kind of impact do you make in your daily interactions? An interaction starts when we express approachability, inviting someone in through our nonverbal expression and communication forms. Humans seek compatibility by nature because it forms a comforting bond. So we tend to open our presence when we see or feel someone is of like mind in lifestyle or personal stability. Innately, we will turn our bodies toward what we are accepting of and away from what we are uncertain of which is communicated to all parties in mere seconds. This body language starts an internal dialogue where you debate whether you will be accepted, what you would say, how you would feel in that second, and so much more. When you are certain of who you are and are content with a clique of like-minded peers, then you likely won't struggle with knowing who to approach and being approached. However, Many of us seek to discover ourselves or more about ourselves and need to know more ways to express their willingness to be approached or to engage. 
Your role when expressing interest in new people or things is to show openness. You still need to open your body towards what's new, but you also need to connect with your facial features and use them to express your willingness to understand. There are many new things that you will approach and discover is not really in your scopes right now, but your willingness to understand will have already broadened your perspective. When you do come across new things that hold your intrigue, you must keep expressing such through participation, loyalty and commitment, tone, energy, actions, and your choices. You will find with each new experience, you will learn more about yourself, and with time, these revelations will be expressed to the world around you through your attire and self-caring confidence. Confidence is one of the most powerful aspects that express to the world you live a lifestyle that is authentically bringing you joy and have balanced your lessons with your dreams, garnering you a sense of personal stability. Finding this confidence in your growth and authentic purpose will make you a beacon of approachability, attracting energy sharers and stealers alike. Your energy is like a light. When others steal it, your light dims and prevents others from seeing the authentic you and slowly your ability to fulfill your purpose in life. Being approachable sets the stage for you to see the moments worth seizing, but it also is important to stay vigilant and guard your light. There are going to be times when you need to limit someone's ability to approach you. Not burn their bridge, but allow them to be able to leave fingerprints but not to allow them to be able to leave fingerprints on the moment you experience any longer. Expressing amical parting of ways is probably more difficult than expressing desire for new experiences. It is foremost difficult because of the human nature to rest with what is comfortable and accepted, but also because rarely does the other person in a relationship have the same perspective as you, which will stir up difficult emotions for all involved. Handling these emotions and expressing them clearly is no easy task, especially when our fight-or-flight response system is triggered. It takes considerable mindfulness to detect and control our tempers, facial movements, body language, and words to express that we bear no ill will, just that the time has come to unzip and go in different directions. When discussing this concept with peers, we have surmised that to express gratitude is the best way to reduce triggers and hold value to what was good while recognizing that time has reached. And reared each of you differently. I have always found a smile works whether walking toward or away. Being careful of which smile you present for it can say a thousand words, but will generally give what you express a tone that is comfortable to understand. Expressing yourself in a way that makes others feel comfortable showing your engagement or interest is a concept that is considered very little. In fact, even those who practice mindfulness struggle with this both in reading what is expressed to them and in presenting what they want to be read from what they express. Emotions will find their way out even when you hold your tongue just ask anyone who's been in, relation for, in a relationship for years. An eyebrow movement, attention levels, standardized responses, and so on are all tells of what you think and feel. Due to the lack of focus on our mind's survival, 
has hardened us into a state where it is easier to express in silence than to say what is on our minds. Unfortunately, this leaves room for what you express non-verbally to be misconstrued and is often the cause for most unnecessary disagreements. If you had a long day and there is a lot on your mind, when your partner starts to ask, talk about other things. They don't know that when you shrug them off, it has nothing to do with it, what they are expressing. They are not in your mind and cannot hear your inner dialogue. Relationships get stronger with communication, which is not a new understanding, but it means more than communicating your needs and desires. It means being honest about where your mind is at, sharing how you feel emotionally, giving your opinion with willingness to find a middle ground, and committing to sharing all of yourself. Sometimes you won't be able to express any of those things, but you are still processing your inner dialogue yourself and are still trying to figure it all out, and that's okay. You don't always need to share the details, but it makes the other person feel comfortable if you express that you are just needing time and will share when you have gotten a handle on what your mind is working through. Preventing them from taking any seeming barriers or to approaching you personally and forming their own barriers in response. Nothing in life is perfect, so it should not come as a shock to learn that imperfections can develop in a relationship. This is not to say once one arises that the parts should dissolve in a partnership, but that there is a need for communication and expression of intention going forward. If you leave it to your uncontrolled nonverbal expression, the the storyline that will play out in the mind of the other person will never be the same as the story that is playing out in your mind. Words are the most direct and clearest way to ensure that you are hearing the same audio, but the the world of psychology has studied the power of touch as a close second. Words seem impossible to conjure in the confusion of the mindset. It seems that holding someone's hand or letting yourself be held in embrace potentially transmits an understanding through our energy. The same goes for when you for when there are no words you can say in response to what someone has expressed to you. Sometimes the human touch, human touch can comfort more than words ever could. Expressing your mind care comfortably gets more important as the intensity of the two hearts connecting grows, particularly, particularly in the libido department. It can be easy to allow comfort to build a soft wall of pillows, giving each side to rest but the pillows will muffle the electrical signal that entities produce and entices a physical exchange of energy. Sometimes you just have to express by grabbing one of those comfort pillows and starting a pillow fight until all the pillows are on the floor and the two of you are wrestling in passion until your energies have danced into an understanding of love once more. In the end, whether friend, love, or support comfort, You have to allow everyone to express freely. Being able to express yourself freely is the authentic you where all the forms you use express align to the same message. Your words, facial expressions, body language, attire, 
self-care, confidence, participation, loyalty, commitment, tone, energy, and actions, as well as your choices, will clearly express to others our lifestyle preference, personal stability, approachability, and our level of engagement or interest. It won't matter if someone judges your book cover before reading your story because you are living the story wholeheartedly and only want them to pick it up and read it if it fills their mind with page-turning wonder. Your role in life is to express yourself authentically to the world around you so all who interact with you see the whole you deserving of your personal joy. You also have the role of expressing that you allow others to live their personal joy by accepting their expressions as being authentic or seeking clarification when what was expressed was uncertain. As I leave you to think on this topic, I challenge you to think about this mindfulness exercise until then as well. Think about how you express yourself. Do you present different parts of you in different circumstances? (coughs) Or are you always the same way? Are there any parts of your personality you hide or place little significance in? I will close the conversation by drawing another card from the Positive Attitude Zone, Pass Cards for short. The question will be the opening question for next episode. The card drawn is yellow for forethought. And the question is, what would you do if someone was mean to you? We will get to that next week. But in the meantime, you can get your Pass Cards, Positive Attitude Zone, at graduatethrivers.com. That's spelled capital G, small r-a-d, capital U, small i-t, capital T, small h-r-i-v-e-r-s, dot com. Stay wonderful, wholesome, happy, open-minded, and natural. Smile as much as you can. Take care until we talk again. This has been Heidi Hardy on a Mind Matters podcast created by A Light for Change. Have a wonderful day.